Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name forever. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we are prayed. We are commanding the year, and in this, we have to take some basic scriptures in order for us to pray rightly. Praise the Lord forevermore. The Bible says that we, when we pray in his will, he heareth us. It means that if we don't pray in his will, he doesn't hear us. Praise God forevermore. And so that's the reason why we use scriptures as our basis for prayers. Praise God forevermore. And um, we're going to be having a little charge. And on the basis of that charge, we are going to be praying. Now, 2021 is a, is a great year. It's a year that has so much in stock for us. But we have to command the year for the year to answer to us. Praise God forevermore. Amen. You don't just jump into a year and expect the year to give you what you want. No. Life does not give you what you want. Life gives you what we demand from it. Amen. So it's what we demand from 2021 that 2021 we give to us. That's the reason why we are demanding from the year. We are commanding the year even at the beginning so that in the remaining part of the year we'll be able to collect the things we have demanded for. In economics, there's something called effective demand. And effective demand is different from a want or a desire. A want or a desire is something that you like, something that you want, but until you have the purchasing power, it can never be converted from an effective, from, from a want or desire to an effective demand. An effective demand is something that you have, you have added purchasing power to your want or desire. Praise God forevermore. So we must demand from the year and then the year can meet our wants and our what? Desire. So this altar of prayer is an altar of effective demand. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And we're going to be praying one line of scripture today. And we're taking it from Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. And it says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. Now we have over the years as Christians prayed so many prayers. And most of the times our prayers have taken us into uh, um, 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 things that we cannot really, as it were, appreciate because we have prayed need conscious prayers we have prayed selfish prayers we have prayed self-centered prayers and at the end of the day we discover that we get into situations that we don't appreciate praise god but if we must get the best of our lives get the best of god's provision for us and get the best of everything that god has for us we must pray prayers that, we, that are driven by the holy spirit and one of such prayer is this prayer that was prayed by apostle paul in philippians chapter 3 verse 10 it says that i may know him and the promise resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto his death. This was Paul's great desire. This was one of his greatest cry as an individual. Praise God forevermore. Over the years, the church has desired so many things. We have desired wealth. We have desired uh, provisions. We have desired wives, children. Those are not bad things. We have, we have focused our desire on material things. Those are not bad things as it were. But I'll make us understand that there is something that gives birth to what we need. Praise God. And until we focus on the right things, we will not get our needs met. God never created us, created us to pray and ask and cry for our needs to be met. Amen. According to the original plan of God, it, from the way he created Adam, Adam came to meet everything on the earth. That means God never desired for us to look for things, to ask for things, to pray for things. He desired for us to meet things. 
Amen. Now, after Adam fell, that, that original plan was destroyed by Adam. But Jesus came to reinstitute that plan again. And that's the reason why when we seek after the right things, we don't look for things. Things actually look for us. That's why Apostle Paul understood this. And he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto death. Look at in Psalm 103 verse 7. The, Bible, the psalm is speaking here about Moses. He said, he made known his ways unto Moses. His acts unto the children of Israel. Praise God. Now the Lord made known his ways to Moses, but his acts, he made it known to the children of Israel. Amen to Jesus. That means that for Moses, his own case was different. And for the children of Israel, their case was different. Now the word way here is the Hebrew word Derek. And Derek means, um, according to um, the BDB definition, it means way. It means a road. It means distance. It means journey. It means manner. Actually, in summary, it actually talks about direction. So when the Bible says that the Lord made his way known to Moses, it actually means that the Lord gave Moses direction. Praise God forevermore. But the children of Israel, he made his acts known to them. They saw the parting of the Red Sea. They saw the, 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 the provision of quail. They saw the provision of manna and every of that. They saw so many acts, but they never understood what direction meant. That's the reason why whenever they were faced with challenge, they were act-sensitive people. But when they were faced with challenge, they had to look for a man that was way sensitive. Are you get what I'm saying? They went, went, and that's the same thing in the Christian faith. When you only seek after the, the acts, when you only seek after miracles, signs, and what, they are not bad things. When you only seek, seek after goodness and mercies, miracles, signs, and wonders, when you need a, when you get to a point in life where you need direction from God, you will not be able to get direction. You now have to go and look for somebody who seeks direction from God. Are you get what I'm saying? And that's the reason why Christianity has become so, so, so flawed because we have a lot of seekers and few way seekers. Are you getting what I'm saying? God made his way, his direction known to Moses. That's why Moses knew per time what Israel was to do when they cried before him in the when they cried to him in the mid, in the Red Sea, when they were in between the Red Sea and the Egyptians behind him and the rocks and the, and the mountains by their side. He went back to God for what? For direction. For direction. He went back to God for what? For direction. For direction. Praise God forevermore. He went back to God for direction. So Moses was always in tune with God for direction. And God always made his direction known to Moses. But his acts were known to the children of Israel. And I want to ask you, in this new year, what are you seeking after? Are you seeking after act or are you seeking after direction? Because let me tell you something. When you get to, the, to, a, to a challenge, to a point of, uh, of the Red Sea, your, the act will not be what you need at that point. You will need the direction, the way of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And after the church of Israel, they were always at a dead end whenever they came into a challenge. They didn't know direction. But Moses knew direction. Praise God. But look at something here. Despite the fact that God the Father made his way known to Moses, Moses was not satisfied with just only knowing the way of the Father alone. Are you getting what I'm saying? He wanted to know the identity of the Father. He wanted to know the personality of the Father. He wanted to know the person of the Father. And so he asked the Father, what? Show me thy what? Thy glory. If you go forward, I discover that when the Lord began to answer, and the Lord says, I cannot show you my face. Praise God. He asked for the glory of God, but the Father said, I cannot show you my face. In other words, the glory of God is what? The face of God. So when Moses was asking God for his glory, he was actually asking him for what? For his face. Praise God. Look at Exodus chapter 3, verse 18. It says, and he besieged 
And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. That's what Moses asked the Lord. He was not just satisfied with direction. He was not direct. At every given point in time where they were face to face with the challenge, he goes to the Lord. The Lord gives him direction. And he was, oh, he was always having answers to every problem. Most of us as Christians are just satisfied with direction level. Are you getting what I'm saying? But Moses was not satisfied with direction level. Moses needed something bigger than direction. He wanted to know the identity of the father. He wanted to know the personality of the father. He wanted to know the person of the father. Even at the Old Testament, he was seeking for this. But in the church today, how many of us really want to know God? How many of us want to know the identity of God? How many of us want to know the personality of God? How many of us want to know the, 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 the person of God? It's not enough to know the ways of God. If we must live like God here on earth, we must know the person of God. And this was the heart cry of Moses. If we must live like gods on earth, we must know the person of God. Remember, God told Moses, I will make you a god to Pharaoh. I will make you a god to Pharaoh. Now, we live in times wherein even Christians, the world is becoming gods to us. And we are becoming, we are becoming servants to them. Why? Because we don't know our God. Daniel 6 verse 32 says, they that know their God shall be strong and they shall do what? Exploit. And, another, and, and a friend of mine put it like this. He said, they that do not know their God, they shall be weak and exploited. Look at Christians today. We are weak and we are exploited. Why? Because we are either looking for acts or we are looking for directions. We never look for the glory. And in this year, if you must live like God in this earth, you must stop seeking for acts. Neither will you seek for direction. You have to start seeking for what? The glory. You must stop seeking for acts. You must stop seeking for the way. You must start seeking for what? The glory. Paul was another person who, who, who Paul, Paul was somebody who understood this. And so he, he, he had a similar heart cry. He was not satisfied with just knowing, knowing only the ways of Jesus, which gives man eternal life. You know, there are two things about Jesus, why he was on earth. And even till date, you have what they call the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus takes you from earth to heaven. It gives you eternal life. Praise God. That's what gets you saved. And that's what takes you to heaven. That's the way of Jesus. And then the next thing you have is the principles of Jesus. The principle of Jesus is what makes you succeed here on earth. I heard a story about a particular secular businessman who said, I believe in the principles of Jesus, but I don't believe in the person of Jesus. When you use the principles of Jesus, no matter who you are, be you unbeliever, be you believer, be you whatsoever, you will succeed on this earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? In fact, the secular world is popularized by the principles of Jesus. In fact, the, 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 the laws of every nation came from the Ten Commandments. Praise the Lord forever more so the bible it happens to be the foundation for every of the operations in the secular world amen to jesus every success principle finds its root to genesis amen to jesus but you know what paul was not satisfied with just knowing the way of jesus many of us are just saying i'm i'm born again and i'll go to heaven and that's all oh that's beautiful yes you will go to heaven but if all god wanted was for you to just get born again and go to heaven he should have killed you the day you got born again i get what i'm saying so that's not all there is to it. Many of us are satisfied with just being born again and going to heaven. Some other of us, we, ask, we want to be born again, we want to go to heaven, but we also want to succeed on earth, which is what? The principles of Jesus. But Paul was not satisfied with the ways and the principles of Jesus alone. Are you getting what I'm saying? He wanted to go beyond that because, let me tell you something, it's possible to know the ways of Jesus and to know the principles of Jesus, but not know the person of Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Paul wanted to know the pressing, the purpose, and the power of Jesus. And this gave rise to his burning passion and desire in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, which is the anchor scripture we read, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto his death. So it's not enough to know the ways of Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
It's not enough to know the principles of Jesus. If we must live like Jesus on this earth, we must know the person, the power, and the purpose of Jesus. We must know the identity of Jesus. And this was the heart cry of Paul. Now, Peter and the other disciples had a physical contact with Jesus. They walked with him for three and a half years. They were close to him. They talked with him. They ate with him. But Apostle Paul never had that physical contact with Jesus. So when Jesus revealed himself to him, he went to Arabia for three and a half years. And he said, I confound unto flesh and blood. And he knew that the only way he will know Jesus is not by physical contact. It's by revelational understanding. Are you getting what I'm saying? And if we must live like Jesus here on this earth, then we have to know his person, his power, and his purpose. And this only comes when we desire to know him. Not just to know his ways, not just to know his principles. Are we together? Not just to know this, but we must have to know the person of Jesus. What made Jesus live on this earth and he was never stranded? What made him live on this earth and no disease could stand him? What made him live on this earth and he would touch the corpse, the, the, the coffin of a dead body, which according to the physical law is wrong for a, for, 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 for a priest to do? What made him break the laws of nature? This is not in his ways. This is not in his principle. This is in his person. And you get what I'm saying? It's in his person. So if we must live successful lives and manifest God here on earth in this year, if we must manifest Jesus here on earth, uh, um, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 19, it says, for the earnest expectation of the creation waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. If we must manifest God here on earth, we must leave the level of seeking direction. We must leave the level of seeking the act. We must leave the level of seeking the ways. We must leave the level of seeking the principles. We must go into the level of seeking the person. Praise God. We must seek the person. We must seek the identity. We must seek the purpose. We must seek the personality. Only on this ground, we will live on earth manifesting God. Manifesting Christ. And I tell you, the earth is waiting for the manifestations of Christ. And how can we know Jesus? Apostle Paul said it, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable unto his death. How can we know him? Not just his principles, not just his way, not just the acts of God, not just the directions of God. And you get what I'm saying? How can we know the person, the identity, the purpose, the power of Jesus is by knowing the power of his resurrection and by knowing the fellowship of his suffering. As Apostle Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. Now, when the conjunction and is used, it means the two phrases he joins are inseparable. So it means for you to know Jesus, you must know the power of his um, resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Are we together? These are two important things that the church has not focused on. Christians have not focused on. And that's the reason why we are still looking for direction. We are still looking for principles. You see, Christianity has been so based on the principles of Jesus that we don't even know the person of Jesus. We are still looking for the way of God and we don't know the God that we are seeking to know his way. If we must manifest God on earth this year, we must know the person, the purpose, and the power of Jesus. So we are praying one prayer now. Lord Jesus... Help me to know you. This year, help me to know you. See, stop crying to manifest. Just know Jesus, you will manifest him. Stop seeking, I want to manifest, I want to manifest the power of God. No, 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 no. no. Look at everyone who actually manifested the power of God. They were not seeking the power, they were seeking the person. 
when you seek the person, the power is an additional benefit that comes. One prayer, Lord Jesus, I want to know you. Help me know you this year. Open your mouth and pray. Randa ba shata la ba da ba rande be sutara li karopa li zeti barige de be suprada. Lord Jesus, I want to know you. Help me to know you this year. Imbrando si kali seta riba la sote le bali kanato le supri kadala shoprada la babadosha repeketusa repele bebele bebele besha rabadi konda la badiada ibranda la babada bala rabala babada bashata la baba ibranda la baba enough of seeking to know your principles enough of seeking to know your way I want to know your person Lord Jesus I want to know you Jesus I want to know you Reveal yourself to me this year. Malia Sota Lava Like never before, Jesus, reveal yourself to me this year. Elepulata is this. Rapalababadosha. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate God for answers to prayer. Appreciate God for answers to prayer. Appreciate the Lord for answers to prayers. Appreciate the Lord for answers to prayers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for answers to prayers. Be glorified, Lord. Be lifted up, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Lord Jesus, we come before you today, seeking of you a desire that beats every other desire. This same desire Paul sought after. This same desire Moses sought after. Lord, this year, we are not after your ways. We are not after directions from you. We are not after your principles. This year, we are not after success on earth. Lord, this year we just want to know you. Because when we know you, we become the manifestations of Christ on earth. We become the manifestations of Christ that becomes a way that people can follow to, 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 to know Christ more. The Bible says we are lights of the world. We are salt of the earth. The light is to beam light on the main light. Without our light, people cannot really see Jesus clearly. Lord, we ask that you reveal yourself to us. This year we are for the revelation of Christ. Because when we are the revelation, when we get the revelation of Christ, we will manifest Christ without struggle. And then the principles of Christ and the ways of Christ becomes a normal lifestyle for us. Lord, we ask that you reveal yourself to us. Let Christ be revealed to us this year. That is our cry today. We thank you because we know you have, you have heard us, because you have prayed in your will. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, the, the, the prayer you just made is not a one-time prayer. Praise God. We saw that as just one verse of scripture in, um, in, in the Bible. But uh, it was, I believe it was a heart cry of Paul that he kept on praying to God all through his years of ministry. So I want us to make this a consistent prayer. Lord, that I may know you. A consistent prayer. The more you pray, the more Christ will reveal himself to you in greater depth. Praise God forevermore. I want to appreciate every one person that joined in for this prayer meeting. This is the second day of the meeting. Um, tomorrow is another day. It holds Wednesdays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, every week in this month of January. 5 p.m. GMT, that is Ghana time, and 6 p.m. GMT plus one Nigerian time. Amen to Jesus. Please, don't just come into this meeting alone. Come with somebody. Tell somebody about it. I believe you are blessed by this prayer and this short exaltation. We trust God tomorrow is going to be greater than today. Amen to Jesus. And for those of us watching from Ghana, please, I would like to invite you to worship with us at the Plero Nation, also known as Complete in Christ Church. We are beside um, Assets Bank, UPSA branch. 
Madina Legon off New 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 Road. Um, our services are 9 a.m. on Sunday. We, we are doing we are doing a, a great in-depth study, and God is teaching us great and mighty things. We are the, the 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 theme for this month is ever increasing grace, and Sunday was explosive. Praise God! And this commission is also going to be explosive by the Spirit of God. So if you are here in Accra, Ghana, come in and worship with us, and I assure you that you are going to be getting depths of revelation of Christ that will revolutionize your life and change your life forever. Thank you for this time, and I trust God tomorrow we're going to have a more blessed time than today. God bless you. Grace to you. Thank you.